Hello, and welcome to Sky High and Fly's podcast, Raise the Bar, with your host, Troy Haynes. It's been a brief interlude of uh, two or three months since we've done one of these podcasts. I'm currently in the run of uh, uh, high jumpers that have made it to either the U.S. Olympic trials or the Canadian Olympic trials, both males and female. Um, my next guest is a young man named Marcus Gelpi. He is uh, jumping up in a small community college in Northern California. Um, when I first saw this young man on my podcast, on my, um, sorry, my feed on Instagram, he jumped 6'6", and he stated lofty goals, and every couple months, it seems like he's sending me another video of him jumping higher. So he's already improved from 6'6", uh, up to 7'1", and he is receiving some very serious recruiting, um, you know, inquiries from LSU and Arkansas. Uh, I see him jumping higher soon. And uh, with the Olympic trials only three years away, uh, I would think that he has a good chance of, of getting to that particular event, especially at the, the lower qualifier, seven, two and a half. So if he continues to improve the way he is, who knows? So we're going to just bring him on in and start talking. So I'm going to let him in and we'll talk with Marcus. All right, there he is. We're recording. I can see him. I'm going to turn up my volume. Good. How you doing, Marcus? I can't hear you yet. Make sure you're unmuted. Is that better? Yep, yep. Now we got it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, busy. Busy, as I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been pretty busy lately, too. I bet. Um, I was just telling uh, the the podcast listeners uh, um, a little bit about you. So um, they already know all the boring stuff about me. So we want to know about Marcus. Um, I told them a little bit about you, but uh, I, I noticed that when we were looking through your uh, original Instagram feed, um, you were telling me about being from, you know, not just inside the U.S. So give me just a little bit of a, a background about how you you got here and how you started jumping and all that kind of stuff. Right. Well, yeah, definitely. Actually, I was born in the U.S., but uh, my blood and my father was born and raised in Puerto Rico, and I've been in and out of there throughout my whole childhood. So that's right. pretty much where the Puerto Rican aspect of it comes through. Right. But, yeah, I was, I was born in the U.S., and I've been in California my basically my, my whole life, back and forth from California to Puerto Rico. Okay. All right. That's cool. And then, um, so when you were growing up, what, what other sports did you play? You just go, you didn't go right to the high jump. What else did you do? Well, actually I didn't, I played basketball when I was a kid until about fifth grade. And then I stopped playing sports completely. Uh -huh. I played basketball and football until fifth grade. And then right. I had a freak, I had a freak accident playing football. I, I crushed a, a vertebrae in my huh. back and neck and I, lost feeling in my legs and wow a bunch of stuff yeah it was actually pretty tragic because i was a young kid i was in fifth grade right and wow. it, and i was pretty much not supposed to play sports again until my my junior year of high school i, I was just like okay i'm, I'm gonna try this again awesome and i so, started playing football after that and then, man, i got like a million questions just jumped in my head so what what kind of accident was like a car accident or just a what 
how could you get uh, it, it was on the football field yeah it was on the football field i was playing football and i got hit one person hit me up top one person hit me down low oh uh-huh. just didn't turn out that well yeah. yeah wow so football was over for you at that point um yeah, <laughs> yeah well you know i i used to do your job i was a, a jumper in college and uh I had a, a, a meet one time where I think the bar was at seven feet and I was at Cal State LA. It was after I'd graduated from UCLA and I was trying to, to get a qualifying height for the Olympic trials and I was having a good day and I made seven feet on my first jump. And when I came down, I remember I, I got a really good rotation and I was coming down, you know, with my head straight down and the pits that particular day were really kind of soft. And so instead of hitting and bouncing right out, which is always kind of nice. You know, when you're on those really brand new, super bouncy pits, it's like flop on your back and it almost flips you over again. Right. Right. But instead on this one, I sunk in like a javelin, you know, and straight down and eventually there's like a little, and I felt, you know, like what I would think has to be like a football stinger, you know? So I got, I got that bolt of pain down one arm and it was like burning. And I, I mean, I played high school football and I never had anything happen like that. So I was like, okay, wait, what is this? And then all the muscles in my neck and my upper back started to bunch up. And I was just like, and I was pretty much done. I mean, I took my three jumps at yeah. 17, but I, I wasn't in any kind of shape to jump. So um, knowing that uh, then um, is that any kind of an issue as you're jumping that, that former injury? No. And I thought it would be because it took me out of sports for so long. Right. But no, I, I haven't felt any back neck issues right. ever since. So you, you waited till your junior year in high school to do sports again after this accident playing football and then how did that go when you started doing track were you just just high jump or did you were you all over the road well actually it's kind of funny i the reason i started doing track was because my brother was actually a high jumper at fresno state my older brother okay and he would he would always tell me like do that like do high jump, do high jump. And I didn't want to be in his shadow because I was like, he's pretty good. Right. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be just in his <laughs> shadow. So I tried to do long jump and it wasn't my thing. <laughs> so, okay. So eventually my first meet for my high school team, which was my junior year, my first meet of high jump, I jumped six two. Wow. So I was like, okay, this might, this might be my thing. And then mm-hmm. from there on, yeah. Okay. Now is it uh you had also not been playing basketball for a while. So do you ever go back to your basketball roots in your, your training for, for high jumping? Yeah, actually today I was just dunking around playing basketball because, or getting ready for this most recent meet I got coming up. Okay. Um, So let's talk a little bit. You went your, your junior year, you jumped six to your first meet. So what'd you end up jumping that year? What was your, your best by the end of the year? Six six was my best at the end of the year. Okay, so that's probably about the time you sent me that yeah. video, right? Okay, so that was great. I remember um, not only posting you, but it seems like uh, you've got a lot of uh, followers. Because what I've been finding, it's it's pretty interesting. As I you know started this gig um, about five years ago, and I started doing you know personal private high jump training. You know, um, not only whatever coaching gig that I happen to be working at, but then working privately on the side. And, uh, you know, the, the whole Instagram world, I'm one of those dinosaurs, you know, like you're a young kid and, and social media and everything. Sorry, I don't know if you calling you a kid, but everybody's a kid. No, it's all good. 58. Right. So, 
um, the, the whole, you know, the Instagram thing is just kind of lost on me. I just started it. I, I had been on Facebook for a while, but I was already bored of Facebook and I never even pay attention to pay Facebook. Like I don't, I don't really follow anybody. Like every once in a while I'll get a, a notification. It's somebody's birthday today. And I'll be like, happy birthday. And you know, I'm not, I don't really do that much with it, but Instagram was way more interesting to me because I got to see all kinds of stuff going on. I saw jumpers and I saw people training people. And, you know, I just started and I said, Oh, well, you know, for a while I didn't really do anything with it. And then I said, you know, maybe I should put up some pictures of, of my jumpers or, or one of their workouts or something. And slowly, you know, it started to build, but it was like, I had a kid jump uh 10 three years ago from uh, Huntington beach high school. And he went all the way to the state meet and came in third when he jumped six, nine at that meet. And I remember being like, when he jumped six ten at the master's meet, I posted that, right. Stuck it on there. And I was like, dude, Jack's awesome. This is a great jump. He won the master's meet with a PR and like, it got like 50 likes, you know? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, how can it only get 50 likes, you know? And so I asked my wife, I go, how come this only got 50 likes? It's a great jump. And she's like, well, how many followers do you have? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, like 15 or 30. <laughs> well, you got to get some followers, you know? And I'm like, well, how do you do that? <laughs> so I was like, so I started playing the hashtag game and, you know, it, it's been a slow, slow build. But uh, every once in a while, there's somebody that I post like yourself that it just seems like for whatever reason, you know, the jump itself or where you're from or how many followers you have. Like, I don't get all the little statistics and all those kinds of things, but always tons of people watching you jump and liking. So that was cool right from the get go. And uh, you and I got into a couple conversations I remember, and you were telling me about, you know, where you were interested in going and, you know, those kinds of things. So um, when you were in high school now, jumping six, six, did the exposure, help you in any way going going out yeah actually it did actually I, I i got a i was talking to a few coaches my my junior year after posting those videos with you i was talking to um fresno state long beach a little bit and san jose state after that and i was like okay like wow. literally right after you posted the video so i was like okay yeah i like this really? got some buzz from it okay yeah and then um was was uh lexi at san jose state at that time so she was trying to recruit. Yeah, you. I believe I believe so. She was, or she got there later. Okay, well that sure. that would have been interesting because then you would have been jumping with Kyle Jenkins, who was another kid that I coached, another six ten kid. He jumped six ten the COVID year, the first dual meet, and then COVID hit, and that was it. Yeah. So he was a number one jumper in California, number one in the nation, first dual and done, and then he ended up going there, and then another kid that jumped six ten, uh, Tyler Cash. Yeah, uh, I, I, awesome. I competed at the, the state championship with all those, but with all those guys, but I didn't make it to finals. So, wow, wow. So, yeah, you, you actually 19, I believe. Yeah, 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 2019. So, when Kyle, yeah. he made it to the final, but then he didn't, uh, he didn't have a great day, but that was his first time as junior year. I was really hoping he was going to jump like 7 2 or something in senior year because he's, he's the real deal, you know, talented, right. 6 5, got the perfect body, you know, so. Um, and yeah, then, a good friend of mine. We, we talk, we talk pretty often, me and Kyle. Yeah. Great, great guy. Um, and he's, I, I keep waiting. He's going to bust out. And, um, then Tyler cash, you know, another super talented guy. Um, he's actually, I think he's going to go into the, the Navy RTC or air force or something. Um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Something like that. Right. So, wow, that would have been cool. And then, um, but then you ended up 
making the choice to go where now? To Diablo Valley College, a, a junior college in the Bay Area. Okay. Concord, California. Yeah, it's it's an and I remember you telling me at the time, but that's that that name still hasn't stuck in my head. Um, there's Santa Rosa up there, right? And then um, yeah, they're in my conference. Yeah, Santa Rosa is where Ron Kamaka went, the the jumper coach that just unfortunately just passed away. Good good friend of mine right. um, from Mount Sac. So wow, there's there's all these things going on. So talk to me about how how that's you know six six in high school is all of a sudden you know come around to seven one. Well, actually, yeah, it was a great story because I was upset that I made it to state and got out like first round. I jumped over the opening height, yeah. which was the highest opening height I ever seen. It was like 195 or something. I was like, this is crazy. Right. So I got over that and then I was like, I'm going to jump two meters today and it didn't end up happening. Right. So we had to just go home. But after that, I was like, I want to keep jumping. Like, this is what I want to do. This was a lot of fun. Like, I want to keep jumping. So my my parents decided to sign me up for the golden west meet i think it's called in el dorado that's and so we went the state right that's kind of yeah. a showcase meet yeah mm-hmm. right we went we went there f- with a, a track club with this guy that i met named uh, roosevelt kent so we went there and he was coaching me for a little bit too and we went there and jumped six six again and i was feeling good and then the buzz started happening getting ready to go into my senior year because I think I only did that meet and then junior Olympics at Sac State, which I jumped 195. So those right. are my two summer meets. And then went into my senior year, started playing basketball again, had the fun at it. And I was like, this is going to be a good, it's going to be a good track season. Went out, went out and jumped 6'6 six, six again, stopped COVID. And I was like, dang, oh, gosh, whatever. Dang. So we got to see. Yeah. <laughs> Like we got to see where I'm going to go, where I can compete. There's no meets or anything. Yeah. I'm and not- right. And, and the coach I was training with at the time from, uh, from Roseville, uh, Kent, he was like, he, he got shut down out of his track. They wouldn't let us practice there anymore. So we were just working out in the park for months on end. And so I found uh, somebody online who was one of my previous coaches and he, he was like, yeah, I got somewhere you could jump. So we pretty much just went there and started jumping there. Okay. At, I don't remember the name of the high school at a high school. And then eventually we got into some meets in Alabama and Texas, just all over, just trying to jump. Nice. So I started seeing myself be real good at practice. I was starting to jump like 6'10", 6'11 at practice. I was like, this is crazy. And we went there and, you know, I was like, it, it really, it really helped my mindset. Cause I was like, I can't come all this way like out of my own pocket to texas to alabama to virginia beach to you know not do good so it, it really pushed me to drop and jump a lot higher and then i jumped 211 that season wow okay so you're up to six or, or 210 210 that season yeah. off of six steps like I, was, I look back at the videos now like my form's terrible and everything and i was like dang i was really jumping from six steps thinking it was the best thing for me so i jumped 210 and then later on, moved my steps back to 10 and jumped 214 in one meet and then stopped competing after that. But wow, that, that was that was a long year for me because we competed from since when COVID ended till, you know, late June. So it felt like a long yeah. year for me. I know. You, were you too old to do Junior Olympics at that point? Going in? Um, no, I wasn't at that point, but I don't think I still don't think they were having it at that time because of COVID when yeah, I jumped my 214. That version of the AAU version, I think one of them was and the other one wasn't, but yeah, it was, it was really, oh, really? To find any information about, you know, what was going on too. So, 
you have to be yeah, more and more. it helped a lot it helped it helped a lot with the meets because a, a few meets i went to was down in san diego at the chula vista meet right. that's where i jumped 214 for the first time and i actually think that's where tyler arroyo jumped his uh his pr too at that same meet and he was mm-hmm. talking to me right after i jumped 214 yeah he's a good friend of mine i, I like yeah. talking to him he's a quick guy oh yeah. he's telling me like yeah. yeah he was like you did it he told me you broke that seven foot barrier right that's it never have a problem with that height again and, and honestly i still feel like that's true because i've been fairly consistent at seven i think i've jumped it seven feet i've jumped it i think three times this year so wow okay so uh it's it's interesting you bring up tyler too because I, I have a uh, had tyler on as a guest and also mm-hmm. jeremy fisher who runs the chula vista you know training center down there yeah. and um you know tyler like you said made quantum leaps from you know he went what 220 when he was at chico state and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he jumped 228 just out of, right. and it seems like out of nowhere but he was going down there regularly and getting mm-hmm. a chance to work with jeremy and also with um to see some of these other jumpers like the the korean guy who's the number one in the world right now and was Olympics, right he got to jump against him and I, you know, I have a, a theory about that, um, you know, for all, all this time, um, you know, way back in the day that there, there was a, um, say the Olympics would come up. And for a long time, I remember the Chinese and the Russian women Olympic gymnasts were, they would go, yeah, this girl's, you know, 19 years old and she's from, and you're listening to these towns and names, you have no idea where they are. And she's like four, eight and like 95 pounds and super free you know they're jumping and spinning all over the place like what how can that you know possibly be and then so they're figuring either these girls were younger than they said and they were saying they were older because there was an olympic age limit at that time right so you you can't go there but i remember thinking i couldn't figure out why you would stop anybody that talented and just say you're too young to do what you're doing (laughs) i was like uh, right. no, they're doing it right in front of you. They're very, very good. So I started developing that, that theory of, you know, it's better to get to the highest level that you can deal with as early as possible. Like your, your junior year, you got to the state meet and mm-hmm. you, you made a hype, but you didn't make it to the final that, right. you know, quote unquote failure, right. It leads into what you did. You, you were like motivated. You're like, I'm a train get better you know that's what i think so many times people are blown away by you know where did this guy come from like out of nowhere and you're like well he was up and coming but he didn't quite make it but you know sometimes people are destroyed by failure and other times Mm -hmm. they become really motivated by it you know same thing in the nba right some of these teams they 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 haven't made the playoff for a lot of years then they make it they lose in the first round and then they lose in the second round and then they make it to the finals uh the conference finals and then they lose again and then like that same team finally makes it the NBA finals and they lose again. And you're like going, God, these guys are losers. Like, no, they're getting better, you know, and they keep yeah. the level. And finally they're the, they're the team that puts it all together, you know, and it's, and other times they just put it together in one year, but sometimes it's like, you know, there's a learning curve. So that stepping up to that next level, you know, earlier is important. And so for you getting that junior and then also raising that level of competition, that is, I'm such a big believer in looking at other people. When you see somebody like, you know, Tyler or somebody else doing certain things, the way I was, I'm like, okay, wait, what is making this guy so good? 
right? How, and you see approach speed, you see lean back angles, you see the way they drive their knee up, how they're using their arms at takeoff, whatever. And sometimes you pick something up. And I think a lot of times it's almost like it imprints on you, you know, like the way a baby chick looks at it and says, Oh, you're my mother. It's like, Mm -hmm. you look at something, you're like, Oh, that makes sense. I get it now. You know, and something will click and you're like, and all of a sudden, you're up another level and you never come back down. You know, it's like, it's, it's infused itself into your jumper DNA or whatever, you know? So that's, that's amazing. It sounds like you're on this streak of keep raising your level. And then somebody comes along and says, Hey, I like you, let's move you up to this level. You know, that's, that's so exciting. What do you think now about, um, tell us about your, your continued college prospects. Now, as soon as you're done at the JC level, we talked about this before, but you tell everybody, you know, who are these schools that are talking to you? Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few schools that I've been talking back and forth with. Some of the main ones I, I was definitely, or most recent ones after the Mount Sac meet, I was talking with the coach from uh, Texas, Arkansas, and and LSU since the Mount Sac meet. So those are those are three huge schools, yeah, and, and Cal State Fullerton since then. We're all so. going to be in the SEC. You know, you got two already in, and Texas is shifting in, right? And there's a lot of jumpers. I mean, LSU's loaded. Is is Javon Harrison still there or is he done? No, he uh I believe he went pro and signed with the D, uh Puma. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's done. And then that one kid, just a kid again, <laughs> jumped seven, seven and a quarter a couple weeks back, right? And won the indoor. Now he yeah, he's from Oklahoma, but they're going to SEC too, yeah. Right. So, I mean, the SEC, it's doing the same thing in track that it does in football, right? It's just dominant. You're getting all these, I mean, LSU, Arkansas, the teams you're mentioning, those are like stalwarts. They're always there. They're always loaded. They've got great coaches, tons of athletes. They've got an unbelievable base. You know, you're, you're talking about that part of the country. It just seems like, and one of the last really strong places that actually believes in track and field, right? So that you, when you come true, up, yeah. you know, if they're playing football or something, they might still do track, which isn't always the case out here on the West Coast. Right. Um, oh man, so uh, if you had your 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 druthers, which which one would you pick if you could broker the deal yourself? Hmm. Honestly, it's, that's a very tough that's a very tough question because I don't know. I haven't taken any official visits, and that's definitely what I want to do before I decide where I want to go. Right, right. See where I, where I see myself fit. Ask coaches a lot of questions like, yeah, how does their training regimen go? How do weights go? Eating, everything like that. So I want to get all those questions answered first before I give you a solid answer on that. But awesome, definitely, definitely the SEC somewhere in the SEC would be a dream for me. Yeah, well, it sounds like it sounds like almost everybody in the SEC is interested in Marcus, um, which which is a good thing. Um, so once, uh, what was I wanted to talk to you about? We were talking about basketball. Um, so with basketball, there's there's a bunch of people. I'm sure you fall in like I do, like uh, Jordan Westner. You know, I'm always watching the jump man. You know, dunking from the free throw line with just ridiculous air and hops, right? Uh, crazy high, another Olympic trial high jumper, right? Um, and I don't know if he just, like you said, he just he just go dunk, you know. Uh, and uh, you know he's a he's interesting because he's six three, which is the not the tallest high jumper, but obviously not the shortest. But he's like two hundred and five pounds. He says he likes to be heavier when he jumps, right? And I'm like, yeah, when I put on that extra weight, I I paid a price for it, you know. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. 
easier to be lighter, right? Um, right. So when when you're doing, what is it that you found out about basketball that other than the dunking, which is, I don't even know if they're necessarily related at, you know, at a certain time, most high jumpers probably they can jump seven feet should be able to dunk a basketball. You know, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of high jumpers. They can only jump six, two or six, four. They could probably still dunk a basketball. So what part of like being, uh, doing basketball, say your, your senior year, right? What part of playing basketball do you think kind of helped train you to jump so high? Yeah, uh, definitely. I get that with playing basketball. I think it's just, the natural cardio that comes with it because honestly me being a high jumper I don't focus the most on cardio but right. it does help being able to jump it what I think basketball helped me with was it gave me the opportunity to be able to jump back to back to back to back if I missed like the bar which I mean I try my best to make it on the first try but sure. it gives me that where it's like okay I, I feel the safety I feel the strength in my legs it gives me that the natural strength instead of just weightlifting and bulking it up you know right right it's basically like it's just a, a fun form of plyometrics the way i see it right absolutely um i one time when i was i was training at uh i was at training at long beach city college with uh one of the local legends that uh, unfortunately didn't get enough press probably in his career um baru elias was a, a jump coach at long beach city for quite a while and had um a guy named dennis lewis in his stable who jumped seven eight uh eight and a quarter eight and uh, Brian Stanton, who jumped seven to eight also and went to uh, Seoul in 88. Um, so, you know, this, this guy, what, what was my brain doing? I lost my train of thought. I got lost in the details again. Um, oh, the basketball. <sighs> this senior moments, man, 58 years old. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, so we, we go into the gym one day and, you know, there's nobody in the gym. And Brian's 6'5 and got these huge quads and calves, one of the most gorgeous high jumper bodies you've ever seen, like wide shoulders, tiny hips, huge quads and, and calves, perfectly proportioned everywhere. And he ran like a deer, like in perfect high cycling and everything else. So we're going in the gym and, you know, I'm like the low man on the totem pole at, you know, 222. I was like, you know, this like an afterthought in this workout, but we were you know, doing three guys in a row, run up, throw the ball off the backboard, and the last guy would catch it and tomahawk it, you know, and just, we we must have dunked for like, it seemed like an hour. We were just, you right. know, just trying stuff out and, you know, having a blast. Like you said, I mean, high jump practice in general is pretty fun, you know, just yeah, jump. I, I love high jump practice. Yeah. You know, whatever drill it is that we're doing, you know, from back overs to, you know, zero steps, one step, whatever, and uh, scissor kicking, you know, pop-ups, it's all fun because you like jumping because it's fun. And then, but dunking's a whole nother animal. You know, it's like you're trying yeah. to figure out how to do, you know, twisting. And, you know, I remember the first time I went up and reversed, I was like, oh, this is just like my approach. It's exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I could do that. That's no problem. Right. It's a straight up mimic. Um, I, I was thinking also, like you said, the cardio and then the plyo. Um, and, now, do you notice if you don't train by playing basketball, does that have a bad effect on you? Is it something that you've tried to keep in what it is that you do in the workout or is it, you know, kind of seasonal? Well, I definitely I definitely try to try to keep it in. But there's times where 
you know, coming into a big competition or something, I'll stay away from the basketball court just to not risk like twisted ankles or anything. Cause there's a lot of injuries that come with Absolutely. basketball. So yeah, I don't, I don't see it takes a big effect on me considering I've been doing it for so long. You know, I've been playing basketball since I was a kid. So right. Right. I don't see if I take a few weeks off, right. Like during my season, I don't see it taking a big toll on me. Right. But I definitely, I definitely enjoy doing it, because, not just for the workout, but it, it definitely helps me clear my mind, you know, instead of just high jump, high jump, high jump, high jump. It gives me another avenue of like athletic stuff to do as well. Okay. Um, I was curious. I, I gave you the send up before you, you got into the, the waiting room, but um, I was telling everybody like I was a, uh, been just so blessed to, to be able to make contact with, you know, Jordan Westner, Doug Nordquist, Leo Williams, all these guys on the podcast were all Olympic trial, you know, um, competitors. And, you know, Doug made a team uh, in 84 and Leo was a backup, right? Um, Jordan got to go last year. Tyler got to go last year. They didn't, uh, I think both made the final, but didn't, didn't make the team. Right. And mm -hmm. Tyler is just a kid like you. He's only a couple of years older. Right. And then, um, well, he's done with Chico State, so he's got to be mid-20s, but still, you know, a pup in the big scene. And uh, right. Jordan's, you know, still going to doing his graduate school, but I'm sure he's still targeting, you know, 2024. So what are your goals, man? What, what's, what's coming next with you after you pick your college? What do you want to do? How high do you want to go? Well, I, I don't want to set a barrier on myself or how high I want to go because personally I believe I could jump high as ever just with the, with the right coaching. and Right you know, right, right mindset, which I, I, I'm actually blessed because my head doesn't get in my way at all because I'm so new to it. I right. feel like so it's not like I won't go into the bar like I got to make it or nothing like that. I, I go out there and I have fun. So that helps me a lot. Definitely awesome. the mindset I have. I like that. But I, I would love to make the Olympics one day, even if I don't make it this upcoming Olympics, possibly the next, you know, I, I have a lot of great people in my corner that I talk to and help mentor me. I have the there's two high jumpers from uh on the puerto rican national team that have been to the olympics and i talk with them on the daily and they're they they help guide me through little things i send them my videos they help analyze stuff like this right. i've talked with you know, tyler royal i've talked with eric Kennard and stuff like that just a lot of people who have been to the places where i want to go right and i just feel like i have a lot of good people in my, in my circle so the sky's the limit for me i'm, I'm really excited but I want to, I want to try to make it in 2024, but right. I wouldn't be devastated if I don't, cause I'm still going to be having fun with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what are you going to major in? What is it that you're interested in learning about? Yeah, definitely. I'm majoring in uh, sociology. Okay. sociology. Awesome. And yeah, that's one thing, you know, I, I, I keep giving, uh, what I want to say, not unwarranted, but, or unwanted, but, uh, unasked for advice. <laughs> to to the jumpers and you've already hit some of the main stuff which is find out for sure that there's actually a coach where you're going because sometimes even even the big schools you know when you get there it's like oh yeah we want to we want you here we're going to help you out we're going to do this for you and it's a big name school and they they have a good program and yet for whatever reason either you don't hit it off with a high jump coach or they don't really have a really great high jump coach maybe he's a triple jumper maybe he's a pole vaulter and he's you know he's okay but you know like right. you said you've had these influences on you you know already of some pretty high level people so it's like you know that is one one thing you know i think so many kids 
just go. They're attracted by the name or something. And then, uh, you know, it's like, oh, man, you didn't tell me about this. So you got that. And then you've got your, your, um, it, I hate to say it's secondary. Now my brain was, I'm going to UCLA because, uh, my senior year in, in high school, I saw a Sports Illustrated article came out right after state and Dell Davis jumped seven, seven and a quarter at Provo, Utah and came in second to Mel Adi. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, he's at, he's at UCLA. Wow, this is awesome. You know, and, and Lee Balkin, who still holds the state meet record for high schoolers at seven, three was also there. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I got to go here. Right. So, you know, there's, there's so many different things that go into making your decision and, you know, how, how it's all going to pan out. Um, it sounds, uh, it's so weird in the day. Like it, one of the reasons that I, I ended up walking on at UCLA was they were so loaded. They didn't, they didn't need me. Right. You know, I was a 210 high jumper and, and went to state. And the weird thing too, is I look back at that meet, like you were mentioning names, guys that you met at that meet that are still jumping in college now, right? Tyler Cash yeah. and or was jumping and, and Kyle, you know, when I went to, to the state meet, um, my senior year, there was a guy named Maurice Crumbie who jumped seven, four or something in high school and went to the university wow. of Arizona. I kept jumping against him for years. Never, ever once beat that guy. He just routinely just kicked my butt all over the place. Um, Right. uh who was uh at cal um john morris john morris has jumped seven five or seven six or seven seven i i lose track he was awesome jumper right and, and actually john morris's coach is the coach who's training me right now at diablo valley college ed miller how, how much better yeah. can you be than that right um right yeah john morris is amazing uh and again almost every time i ever jumped my best and didn't end up winning. Like the first time I jumped seven, two, we're up at Cal. I'm jumping against Lee Balkin still because of my sophomore year. Dell had left, but Lee was still there. And so the first time I jumped seven, two, I came in third. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> we, right. That is when you're the big dog in high school, you know, seven, two, they're writing articles about you. And in college, you jump seven, right, two, exactly. in third in a dual meet. You know, I was like, what, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. My senior year, I jumped two and a quarter and then three and a half against Houston. And they had a guy named, I think it was Mark Reed, who jumped four and a half that day. And I finally, the only time in my whole career that I beat Lee Balkin, and I had to PR twice to do it in the same meet. And I think I beat him on misses. And I came in second anyway, because the other guy jumped four and a half. I'm like, come on. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I we always get lost talking about me. Nobody wants to hear about me. So We've got your, your picking a college, you've got high aspirations, you've got a great support system. When you get to the Olympics, who are you representing? Definitely Puerto Rico. Definitely yeah. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Awesome. I, I've recently, since I started high jumping, I mean, I've been back and forth there since I was a kid, but recently, since I started high jumping, I, I made trips out there. I've competed out there, and the, the love I get there is unmatched. They treat, they treat me and all the other, you know, athletes on the team that like their NBA players, like the way that, you know, let me, let me rephrase this better. Um, so if you're walking down the street in New York city and you have Usain Bolt and LeBron James walking by each other, there's going to be 
endless of people lining up for LeBron James. There's still going to be people lining up for Usain Bolt because Usain Bolt, but that's just the bigger picture. And, and, right. and when I'm when I'm back home in Puerto Rico, it's completely different. There's it's everything. Yeah. There's so much love out there. They show so love. They have they make cars. They ask for pictures. It's just wow. it really makes you feel like a celebrity. I love it. Yeah. Right. Definitely do it. The, the love there is unmatched. Yeah. And it sounds too like you're a little bit like me. I noticed that all those places you mentioned, you weren't going back east where it's cold and you got to train indoors. And it's like um, Jordan <laughs> Wessner moved, you know, towards the end of his career down to Florida, right? Florida State. Um, I hated cold weather with a passion uh, and would have loved, you know, Southern California, obviously not a problem. Um, and right. going where it's warm and humid even, I wasn't the most flexible jumper. So uh, I remember going uh, senior year, we went to um, SMU for a, some kind of an, it was actually an invitational, it wasn't a dual meet. There was a bunch of teams there. And uh, this is in 86. So the UCLA team that was the very next year gonna win the NCAA championship for their last time, um, I had just graduated because I didn't redshirt, which is still rankling. But anyway, we go there and we're just kind of getting our legs back and becoming a very good program again. And uh, we got there for that meet. I'm telling you, that's the first time I've ever been in Texas. And when we got off the plane, I was just like, <laughs> it was like, it was so hot and so humid. Yeah. It was like, I, I remember, and they, you know, SMU, the very next year, I think got the death penalty for football, their program, because they had so much money. So they picked us up from the airport in these minivans and they took us to these uh, like two bedroom condos. I mean, it was, it was really nice. There, we go into the locker room and there's like a uh, posh carpet on the floors. There's like the, the locker rooms had these huge stalls. I think we we're in the football locker room. There were like pictures with frames and lights on them over everything. You just like, I mean, gazillions of dollars, right? They had a, a complete, practice field next to the track that was a football field. I mean, it was just like money oozing out everywhere. And so we get there and, you know, of course we're in air conditioned vans and they stick us in the air conditioned condo. So you're like, right. oh, this is nice. You know, I don't think we hit the heat until the next day when we go to the track and we get out again of the nice air conditioned minivan. And all of a sudden it's like, and it, right. I, my usual routine was to jog two laps, right? Do my running drills and start to get warmed up. I staggered through a half a lap and I literally walked the rest of the way over to the high jump pit and sat down in the shade and did nothing. I was like, I'm warm. <laughs> I'm as warm as I've ever been. I'm not even going right. to stretch. I was worried that I would run out of juice. You know, it was like, it was crazy. I'm like, what a great place to warm up. But man, I was thinking the window is going to be really tiny. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how yeah. many jumps, you know, I'm going to have in me in that situation. So somewhere warm um and then olympic trials possibly and man what about state this year how does it pan out how are you looking at the state level here in california the the jc's can be pretty competitive yeah no definitely there's some there's some great jumpers uh this year in in, in junior college you got kid from Mount sack uh riverside every there's a lot of talented jumpers this oh, year. oh marcus marcus another marcus right is it marcus yeah from, yeah, Marcus as well. Yeah, he jumped six ten. I was at that meet last year. Yeah, he's got mm -hmm. crazy stupid hops. Just yeah, he does. He was actually walking. competing with me at Mount Stack, and he was so close to two fifteen. He's gonna he's gonna get it any day. Yeah, he he could have done that last year. He was 
his only problem last year was he was too close to the bar most of the time. He would mm-hmm. you know, just knock it off on the way up and he'd still be going up. And I'm just like, dude, somebody's just got to move you out. <laughs> just a little. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's, he's light and quick. Oh, kind of scary. Yeah, um, no, he, he, he's going to be a problem. Definitely. I'm but, so bummed that you and I didn't talk earlier. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Come back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But no, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel real confident going into the state meet. I think it's actually in a, in about a month from now. Okay. State meet. And because I haven't lost this season at all, I, I want to keep an undefeated streak, even though it's not the most important thing in the world. Right. Definitely the most important thing would be progressing, but right. I've kept this undefeated streak. Uh, I won the stand for me with 216. I won Mount Sack the beat pit with 215. So yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been taking shots at 222. So, I mean, I hope to hit that next few weeks, but. I really, I really want to keep this this undefeated streak going throughout at least my my whole freshman season. Absolutely, dude. Thank um, you very much. That's uh, so you and Marcus. I was just thinking you were talking about so two sixteen is seven. Is that that's seven one right? And two yeah, seven one seven one and a half something like that. Okay, I forget my metrics to you know uh, feet and inches conversions are still awful. I think <laughs> I know them better by now, but I I'm. I'm always joking. Uh, I've got a, a young gal from Canada training with me, Barb Chaka, and uh, she thinks in metric and I think in feet and inches. So we're never on the same page. Put it up to yeah. the Wait, what? <laughs> move it up in inches. And it's like, you Americans, I'm like, hey, I don't know, you know, George, <laughs> you know, feet and inches. I don't know what it is. Um, right. That's, that's how it was for me when I first started going back and forth to Puerto Rico. Like, oh, gringo over here, you know, jumping in feet and inches. And I'm like, damn. And I understand, I can understand metrics a lot better now than I used to be able to. Yeah. But Fahrenheit and Celsius, I'm, I'm completely right. lost. There's no, there's no chance. That's just crazy. So uh, my, my next question was um, relating to Mount Sac now. Um, we, we were talking about Ron Kamaka passing and, um, you know, they're having a, a memorial, which I, I want to do a shout out for him. He's a, a, a good friend and uh, just a great coach and motivationalist there at, at, at Mount Sac. And he's, He's already sorely missed. Um, and that this Definitely. particular Mount Sack, for that reason, I think for it just kind of snowballed into this one thing. Number one, it's the first time they've been back since they totally redid the track and talk yeah. about a facility, right? I mean, brand new. Uh, Ron gave me a, a, a guided tour through the weight room and everything last year. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to. I, I'm like, I got a campaign. I get a job here. I got I to gotta find a way to get here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this place is so. Nice. The place that I remember that I jumped at in both high school and college was nice, but nothing like this place. I'm like, this is just, I don't know how many gazillions of dollars they dumped into it. And now they got the Nike money flowing through there. Right. So there's that it's, it's the first one back. Unfortunately, Ron's just passed. And yet, you know, it all kind of just came together. And in the middle of that, I'm thinking, wow, I watched Barb jump on Friday. I watched Vashti Cunningham jump on Saturday. And then I watched the the young man from USC, Cyril's or something like that. Um, Sears, yeah, Ernie Sears. Sears. Oh my gosh, that kid! I was so excited for. He jumped seven six and a half, and I was just like, oh, I mean, fast. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody so tight. I don't know what that what that translates to what people are hearing when I say that, but like, there's nothing flailing around. He doesn't have arms. He's just like he goes up and he just goes into this tight, perfect layout i'm just like oh my gosh so 
so good. <laughs> um, and so saw all that. And now I heard you say Mount Sac, and I'm like, where was I when Marcus was jumping? I I missed a memo, dude. I'm bombed. When what day did you jump? Why wasn't I there? I jumped on, I jumped on Friday at 3:45. Oh, Friday, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was there earlier with Barb. If I'd have stuck around. Unfortunately, there was another meet. Um, I'm coaching at Vanguard College, so they had a meet. I'm, I'm saying unfortunately. Fortunately for the Vanguard, <laughs> they had that meet. Unfortunately for me watching you jump, I went to watch them at Azusa Pacific, which is literally right down the street, like maybe 10 yeah. minutes or something. Also, and you, were there watching, you were there watching Vashti, which is crazy because I was right there watching Vashti, so we must have been within 50 wow. feet of each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was every place. jump. Um, I was so impressed with her. I can't tell you. And, uh, I actually, um, I had a chance. I'm, I'm pimping for my podcast. Now I, I saw, uh, you know, obviously her dad, Randall Cunningham there and, um, very nice, gracious man. And I, I imposed on his time enough to go breathlessly and nervously. I'm Troy Haynes from sky high and flight jump camps. I, I, I'd love to get you and your daughter on the podcast. And I'm thinking he's just gonna go, dude, get off me, you know, and he was, he was very gracious. He gave me his phone number. And so I'm hoping someday he'll be listening and I'm hoping that I can, can get them on there. It'd be awesome. But yeah, she was, um, That'd be wow. cool. so, so tall, so fast. I was impressed by her speed and you know, I've seen her jump before, but I think it's, it's different, you know, when you're there in person, you know, you Definitely. can watch just the same thing. You're watching film of somebody play basketball or football, but when you're there in person, you sometimes like, Whoa, so her cycling as she runs is outrageously good. You know, great mm -hmm. knee drive. I was just like, you know. She floats in the air. Yeah. Know, she's impressed. Yeah. The real deal. I, I'd really love to see her continue to grow and step up into that, you know, consistent six, 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 seven, you know, start start beating uh, Maria Lysiskin. Is it Lysiskinia? She, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of vowels and, and crazy things in there, <laughs> you know, crazy letters. But um, she's also one of the best I've seen. And, you know, that's not a surprise. But um, all right. So, Marcus, I, I'm so stoked to have finally met you after all this time. We've been, you know, you've been so gracious in sharing your time, sharing your successes, you know, these great jumps. Uh, I'm happy to, to post them whenever you make them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of your biggest fans. I, I can't wait to see what you do, you know, how you do this year at the state meet, which college it is that, that wins the Marcus lottery and uh, <laughs> where you. you end up going and, and jumping great heights. I want to, you know, see you, you know, winning NC2As and, and getting up to that next level. So um, that's the dream. Anything you want to leave us with before we sign off? Uh, no, not not really. No, I mean I've had a I've had a great time. I'm I'm glad we did this. I was nervous going into it, but I'm really glad that okay. I got to actually meet you as well and do this. This was a lot of fun. I'll definitely be interested in doing it again. Hey, in the future. I love the idea. You know, keep us posted and uh, keep me in the loop, dude. Whenever you're doing something, you know, if you're going to be somewhere down here in Southern California at some meet, you know, I, I've got to get my blinders off. When I get into training mode, sometimes I forget that there's actually other meets and other levels going on. It's like I need to be more aware. So right. that I can know that you were jumping on Friday. I'm still kicking myself. Um, well, hey, you could always you could always make the the state championship meet. That's going to be at Mount Sac as well, May twentieth and twenty first. May twentieth, okay, yeah. If I'm not doing something else, I do have uh, 
the NAIA championships coming up, but I think it's the week after that. So that's, is it on a Saturday? 20th? I'm not too sure if it'll be on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. I don't have schedule yet. Quick look. Just pencil that in. May 20th is a Friday. Okay. 20th. 20th or 21st is it says both on the schedule right, right. yeah do they you know i i uh i didn't have the experience to jump in the jc level and did you do it last year the state running last all? year no it, it was covid so i didn't uh, oh okay so this is is this going to be one and done at the jc level or do you have another yeah. one and done academically i'm a sophomore but and i'll, I'll actually be a mid-year transfer so i'll get to stay and train with my coach until january where then i'd leave Okay, so you don't really have the experience there either. I'm, I, I did coach at uh, Orange Coast College when I first left UCLA. So I, I did go to some state meets, but it's been a long time. So I, what I remember was, you know, just one day. I don't remember there being a prelim and a mm-hmm. final. So uh, unless there's, yeah. you know, unless you get up to like, I don't know what, 15 or some number like that, where they have to cut the field first and then come back the next day. I was always praying that it would be one day because I, I didn't do well back-to-back days. I was too big. Right. I've never jumped back-to-back days, so I don't know. But I'm not, I'm not that big of a guy, so, I mean, I, I think I only weigh 160 max. So right. it, w- it probably wouldn't be the, the end of the world for me, but I've also, I also can't say that because I've never experienced My it. My last piece of advice is stay light and fast because it's, it's like I keep telling my jumpers, I go, why did God give birds hollow bones, dude? You <laughs> get air. You want to be light. <laughs> so, a great point. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna run with that. I like that a lot. Without starving yourself, of course, you got to eat all the right stuff. But uh, we'll get right. Barb on here, and and uh, she's she's also my um my new nutrition expert. So, but hey, Marcus, thanks so much for your time. We'll definitely do it again. And uh, thanks for doing some name dropping there. You you've mentioned a bunch of people. I want to try to look up also. Uh, I want to keep this rolling. You know, keep the excitement. I want to promote you know, all these great young jumpers like yourselves and the, the sport of track and field, which we should be, you know, the best in the world. We've got, you know, unbelievable, you know, athletes, we've got the training facilities, we've got this and that, and yet we're still kind of languishing behind the other sports. I want to, you know, get that spotlight, not just on the Olympic years, but on all the, the other years in between with the uh, like itself. All right. Definitely. It, it was a great time. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. Thank man. You. We'll talk soon. Definitely. All right.